Hey everyone, it's your girl, your auntie, your friend, and your host of the show, TK. Our mission is simply to bring knowledge and information to inspire and help young men and women in the community transform their lives. Welcome to the Back and Forth TV podcast. All right, all right, all right. It's your girl, TK. Welcome back to BFTV season one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) One and a half because we're in between. So season two is not kicking off until February 3rd. But in the meantime, in the interim, I have my good friend, my business partner, Miss C.G. Brown. If y'all don't remember her, she was um, on earlier in the season. She came and talked about therapy and the importance of that uh, in our community. So if you missed it, you need to go back and check that one out. Um, So she's on here. Make sure that you are following her. Where can they follow you at, ma'am? The Trap Therapist on Facebook and the Trap Therapist on Instagram as well. Well, let me plug something else here, too, y'all. So she also owns Melanin Monroe Boutique. That's Melanin, not Marilyn. Melanin Melanin. Monroe (laughs) Boutique. And I have some of stuff posted on my social media of hers. Um, She's a really uh, has a really great eye for fashion. And she also styled my shoe. Yeah, it was super dope. And you have on a top from the boutique today. (laughs) I absolutely do. I'm wearing this from Melon in My Row Boutique. A lot of dope stuff. So make sure you guys are following her on Instagram there. Also, if you're not subscribed, you're not following BFTV, what are you doing really with your life? You're not. You're not doing nothing is what you are. Okay. So what you need to do is make sure that you're following the show on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter as well. We we still trying to figure out how to do the Twitter. But anyways, the rest of it works. Okay. The handle is back and forth TV. So make sure that you are following, you're liking, that you're sharing with all of your friends because we want to make sure that we get the word out as much as possible. And then also make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Very, very important because for season two, a lot of the videos and all of the rebrand, you're going to be able to see that there. So make sure you subscribe and hit that notification button too. So that way, you know, when new content is dropping. And again, the podcast is also streaming on all major platforms. So just search, hit that subscribe button, rate and review because it also makes my podcast more discoverable so very important that you do that so along with the relaunch something else that we are going to be introducing is patreon what is that friend patreon is where all the subscribers that go on there to subscribe you'll be able to see the show live exactly so you can go to patreon.com slash bftv b as in boy f as in frank and then tv Patreon.com slash BFTV and you can subscribe for a little as low as as low as three dollars a month, y'all. That's like nothing. Like you can't even go to McDonald's and get anything as low as three. Well some fries off the value menu. But you're gonna be hungry still. And the Mac chicken and, and a sprite. <laughs> 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 anyway, subscribe to Patreon. So when you sign up for Patreon um, you'll be able again to watch the shows live. You'll be able to be a part of our Discord chat. So anybody that we have on the show, you'll be able to participate in the conversation, ask questions in real time. Um, you also get early access to public content, discounts on merchandise. They're also going to be doing some live broadcasts that are only available to Patreon members. So if you're not subscribed, you're not going to get none of that, friend. None of that. Okay. And then also discounts on any other paid events that we do in the future. And some giveaways. And giveaways. <laughs> Absolutely. Second, my, my me and my friend CG, we are starting a second podcast. 
Did you hear that? I said a second podcast, friend. Oh no, those. Yes. <laughs> so that is to come. We're going to be making some announcements about that in the future. But make sure you're following see, uh, social media, back and forth TV, or else you're not going to know. Okay, you're just not going to know. But if you sign up for Patreon. Um, you'll also have everything that you have access to with BFTV. You also have access to on that show as well. So it's like double the fun. So make sure you sign up for BFTV um, on Patreon. Okay. Join the BFT family. You know, we support, um, appreciate any support that you can give us all of the money that comes from that. We don't pocket it at anything. Um, it actually costs money to produce and edit a show and to be in the studio. So all of that money goes to support, um, just keeping the podcast up and running is really all it is. So any support you guys can give is greatly appreciated. Anything on the Patreon, friend? Miss anything? You hit it all, friend. <laughs> <laughs> One more announcement. So BFTV is moving to another time and a new day. Okay. Very important because I used to always <laughs> drop the podcast episodes on Tuesdays. For Patreon members, if you're part of Patreon... You'll actually be able to watch the show live on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Okay, 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time every Wednesday. That's very important because you're going to miss it if you <laughs> if you you know choose to listen to it another day. So for all of you that are not signed up for Patreon, though, you can actually catch the show on Fridays. It'll be released early Friday morning and the videos will be dropping that same day. Okay. So make sure you remember if you're a Patreon member Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And then also for those of you who are not a part of the, um, what do they call that? The not extended, but the immediate, immediate family. family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm tripping. It's late, y'all. Um, if you want to be a part of the immediate family, make sure you do that. And we are family. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that is it for announcements i believe so let's go ahead and jump in from well before we jump in friend what do you think of that jasmine sullivan album hotels <laughs> i felt like jasmine was in my personal diary okay reading from my heart okay <laughs> let me tell you i felt like i could relate to everything she will almost everything Except for the part that she was saying, like, she woke up with people she ain't know. I ain't never did that before. <laughs> bodies. But, you ain't uh, catch nobody's <laughs> friend. You ain't called nobody's <sighs> friend. <laughs> I hope my parents ain't listening to this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bodies of strangers, though. Okay. Like, okay. yeah. So, um, but yeah, that album was so dope. Like, I've been listening to it all week, like, on repeat. What's your favorite song? Uh, Pick Up Your Feelings. I love that one. I love that. She sang. 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 S-A-N-G. Yes. She, she tore that song down. I think okay. my favorite song is um, Girl Like Me with her. Oh, that was a good one too. I love that song. Yeah. I'm like, what is she going to come out with? Like, what's going to be on the actual real album? Because she has so many dope features just on the, the, the EP. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine can do no wrong. No yeah, wrong. I'm, I love her. I'm a fan, Jasmine. Call me. Come be on the show, boo. <laughs> We need you here. Just call me. I just want to talk. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> come, talk. Su- come sucked with us. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fran, what was the best part of 2020 for you? The best part? Uh-huh. Uh, New Year's Eve, it being over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man. No, honestly, was um, one, meeting you, and then just our whole, like, girls circle, like, being able to just connect. Mm-hmm. It is true. Like, I... um. I remember like praying a prayer like maybe a year ago, like, you know, God, can you send me? Because you know how they say that you need to pray for your husband. Well, you need, I think people, you should pray for your friends too. Oh, yeah. You know, I was like, God, send me like some, you know, really dope friends that are on the same vibe and level that I am. Or maybe even doing better than me. If they're doing better, that's good. That's motivation for me. So, yeah, I agree. Definitely made some great friends. Yeah. For sure. I would say for me, I was able to launch this podcast. Cause I, I don't know. I never saw me doing this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, but you know, 2020 was tough too. Oh yeah. Most it, definitely. it was a rough year for overall. What would you say is the roughest part? I think me, it was just like missing that social interaction. Like mm-hmm. I'm a brunch person. I like mm-hmm. to brunch and I couldn't <laughs> brunch. And then to like seeing my clients in person, like mm-hmm. I miss that. Yeah. <sighs> twenty twenty took a lot. I didn't even get to celebrate my thirtieth birthday. I had tickets booked, flights Aww. booked. All that was canceled. And then my dad, he ended up catching COVID like shortly after we the city shut down, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was tough. It was very scary because you know, my dad, uh, you've never seen my dad, but Kevin, you've seen my dad. My dad's a he's pretty in shape. He eats healthy. So to see him like drop all that weight and stuff, it was kind of scary, you know? So I'm just glad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we made it through it. And then so many people that I know, I'm sure that you know as well, like passed away. Yeah. It was just a lot going on. We lost (sighs) T'Challa. Wakanda forever. May he rest in peace. And Kobe. Oh, and Kobe. That was rough. Oh, I wasn't ready. (sighs) Well, we're through it, friend. We're through it. What are you looking forward to for this year? Honestly, just making more meaningful connections, networking, building my net word. Hey, <laughs> hey, yes. I am on that vibe too. I have a good feeling about this year though. I yeah, have a really good feeling like business wise, career wise. And, you know, I just have a feel, good feeling that everything's just going to fall into place and then do what it needs to do. So I know because it better mm-hmm. not be 2020 coming back in a different wig, trying to get another discount. Girl. Because I can't do it. We can't do it. We're going to Wakanda. <laughs> if that happens. If anybody knows the coordinates, please let me know. <laughs> okay. Somebody go find it. Inbox me. Let, let us know. We're trying to go. <laughs> Wakanda open up. I'm out of here. So fast. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into some quick table topics before we jump into our main topic of the night. Okay. So first one. If you could start your life over, what would you do differently? let's see if I could start it over what would I do differently I think I would have took chances that I maybe thought like I wasn't going to be successful in Mm -hmm. I would have took chances then Mm -hmm. instead of waited later in life yeah I'm kind of on that same tip I was kind of thinking about it like today I kind of wish so I grew up like you know church girl whatever (laughs) (laughs) church baby um and so I wouldn't say I was fearful but I just stayed here like I wish you know if I could go back and do it again I would have branched out maybe gone to another college somewhere else to get a different experience Mm -hmm. um 
And because who knows where my life would have been. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think some of it is my family's here. So that kind of like trapped me here for a while. Like now I'm more open to like, you know, going other places. But like when I was younger, it was just, I just didn't see that. You You had that hometown hero mentality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would do differently. Now, what was the most ridiculous fashion trend you ever followed? Girl, gachos. <laughs> oh, ew, I hate it. Gotchos. Then, <laughs> I I liked them at the time, but you know, like now looking back, I was like, why did I have those on? You know, you always what they say, I'm um, always getting up. Like we had a bite with mm-hmm. the boys. You said, Oh, your booty hungry. <laughs> Don't get me started on the uh, the BMWs, the ones with the body made wrong, trying to wear them gauchos. That was not, it was not a cute time for gauchos. That wasn't yeah, cute. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I wish I could take that one back. I'd say, mm, I don't know if they were ridiculous, because I still would wear them to this day. But I loved um, K-Swiss and Fat Farm. Let me tell you something. You could, yeah. A fresh pair of K-Swiss. First day of school can do no wrong. Okay, and then you walk in trying to like like, like a duck trying to get not to get the crease <laughs> in, the, in the shoe. <laughs> I love me some K Swiss, and we will wear that because you know the white tee song had came out around that time in my white tee. So we wear that with some white tee with the white t shirt. So dope. I would still do that. Honestly, I'll put on some K Swiss. Do they even still make K Swiss? Yeah. Oh, friend, want to get me some? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. About, I don't even know if they still make these. <laughs> All right. So to the main topic of the night. Dun 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 dun. Girl, let's talk about your friend Trump. <laughs> My friend. Yeah, your friend. That's your uncle. Nobody and your democracy. The, okay. Come to the cookout. Let's That's talk about drunk. your democracy. <laughs> It's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. So, um, as you all know, on January 6th, the Capitol was stormed by supposed Trump supporters. Okay. And according to the New York Times, Trump held a rally about a week earlier prior to the riot, urging his supporters to go through the Capitol for a Save America march. (laughs) (laughs) He urged his supporters to fight much harder against bad people and show strength at the Capitol. Um, so I have a lot of questions about this, right? You and me both. First of all, so, you know, they knew this was coming, you know what I'm saying? Like they knew this was coming. There was no preparation, no police. Where was the national guard? Okay. Hey, hey, Cause they hey. called the national guard on black lives matter. Listen. Ready to shoot <laughs> us down. Okay. <laughs> no preparation. Right. For Black Lives Matter, I just want to throw some stats out there. Over 14,000 people were arrested last year for Black Lives Matter protests. 19 people died. The National Guard was called in. There was tear gas, guns fired, rubber bullets, Mm. all the above, Mm. everything, you name it. It was in there for Mm. us. But these people come in and can storm the Capitol and... Nothing happens. Well, almost nothing happens. <laughs> what are your thoughts, friend? I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I felt like this nation was made a mockery of. Mm-hmm. And I, I also felt like, and it's, I hate to say it, but it's our truth we live in. If those were African-Americans doing that, it would have been a massacre. Absolutely. 
they would have massacre. Damn. Yes. And they would have been prepared for us. They would already oh, have the National Guard there. Everybody would have been there. Yeah. It's just a lie. It's really sad. To be honest, when it happened, like, you know, because I actually caught wind of it on social media first. Mm-hmm. Like, I just could not bring myself to watch the TV, you know, anymore. I, just, I honestly thought it was like one of those, um, you know how they do like the spoofs or whatever. I thought it was a Saturday Night Live skit. Mm-hmm. Like, initially, I was like, this is this this is not happening right now in real time. And then I was like, oh, my God, it is. Yeah, girl. And, and not only did they storm, like, apparently there was, like, these people smeared, like, dookie on the walls. Like, I saw that. There's a lot going on. Just, and let me tell you something. Who, how you, first of all. That guy that was sitting at Nancy Pelosi desk with his feet up. Let me tell you, if that was my office, I would have felt the way about it. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, get your dirty feet off my desk. <laughs> And then you gonna steal uh, that lady Mel? Don't you even take all somebody Mel's a federal offense? We should have messaged him and asked him to send us a second stimulus, though. Go ahead, Some credit or something. Listen, they should have went to Betty office and <laughs> talked to her <laughs> about the Sally May office, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier <laughs> before we started recording, the fact that these people flew in. With their real names. With their real names. We're on social media taking pictures, okay? And thought that they were going to commit these lewd acts, rub doo-doo all on the wall. Which that baffles me, by the way. Because, first of all, who grabs their own boo-boo and just... That's nasty. I hope they had gloves on. If that was you, you're nasty. That's what I want you to know. Okay? (laughs) The fact that they thought that they would commit these crimes and go back home... Like nothing ever happened. Go back to work. Oh, I'm gonna just come over here. Oh yeah, I got work on Monday. I'm, I'm see. I'm good job, y'all. Good job for right. You know, for this riot. This was great. It's, it's time to go home. I'll catch y'all next time. This happens. <laughs> I should have been outside the Capitol selling audacity because they, whoever was selling it, <laughs> hook a sister up because I know you made some bread off of it. The nerve. <sighs> <sighs> But Homeland Security, they are tracking people down. And you saw, did you see the video where people were getting arrested at the airport? Hot mess. <laughs> and the, um, the white ladies that they arrested, they were like, I'm just, well, you can't arrest me. I'm just going to go ahead and sit down right here. <laughs> Ma'am, you weigh, you weigh 100 pounds. What are you doing? <sighs> so I just thought that was funny. Did you guys, did you see the guy who fell off the, um, the wall yeah the wall i'm seeing it with mario music to it like they've done the bus it challenge to it did you see the one where the dude who was standing at the rail he was like they put the scar's face on there yes that and the make dying. america great hat on him i was like oh <laughs> but you know it's so sad that it has to come to this and it really lets you know what people have been thinking all along you know because before Listen. trump like people weren't really out there like that but now that he's been in office, I think, you know, people feel like they have free reigns to do what they want to do and if say what they want to say. you didn't know the definition to privilege, mm-hmm. that taught you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think okay, listen, here's what I want y'all to know, okay? For my white counterparts, okay? This is y'all people. This ain't us. This wasn't Black Lives Matter. This wasn't, this is your people. You know what I'm saying? You can no longer sit up here and say, 
oh, I don't support racism and stay silent. You have to speak up now. (laughs) You have to hold your people accountable. I feel like in the black community, when something goes wrong, we have no problem canceling people really quick. Black Twitter is real. Okay. (laughs) You have to hold your people accountable. There was one lady who actually turned her own husband in who was at one of the riots. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. He was um, a retired lieutenant colonel in the Air Force and mm-hmm. her ex-husband. She turned him in. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see done differently, because there's a lot of people who say, um, well, you know, that's not my fight. First of all, justice and equality is everybody's fight. Everybody. Everybody's fight. Like even um, at work a few weeks ago. Um, this guy, um, I was I was participating in a series of like diversity dialogues. I do a lot of um, diversity and inclusion stuff at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things he was saying is, you know, well, you know, I'm Mexican. I don't know what to say. This is not my fight. How is this not your fight? You know what I'm saying? How is justice and equality not your fight? And it's anything that, fight. yeah, our race does, like we sacrifice, but at the end of the day, everybody benefits from it. But us most of the time. So I don't know. That's my thoughts. What you think, friend? I think too, like there are, you know, Caucasian people that do stand up and, you know, are allies too. And I commend those people, but I'm just want to put out to people that maybe you're like afraid or you think someone's going to, you know, come at you hard or something. But if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. Like Mm -hmm. stand for something. I'd rather go to bat and stand for something that's right. Then it just go with, you know, the majority. Cause that's what everybody's doing. Like my mom used to always say, if all your friends jump off the bridge, you're going to jump too. No. So mm-hmm. those that are allies, like it's very much appreciated. Keep doing what you do. And those that you just sit there in silence. Sometimes silence is, mm-hmm. can be mistaken for agreeance. Exactly. Say something, hold these people accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're silent, you're part of the problem. Most definitely. And I'm giving you the side eye. Oh, oh, let's Lord. talk about him. Let's talk about it, plan. So Kevin mentioned <laughs> the proud boy whose wife was black. Let's talk about it. I felt like sis is in the sunken place. Ain't no way you did not know what your husband was doing. It's, it's no way. Like there, there's, there's no, no way excuse. that she didn't know her like how does someone conceal those feelings and you're you married because he's probably said little things that she probably initially like laughed off or whatever but i know he didn't slipped up and said the n-word in that house mm-hmm. and probably told her but not you honey you're you're, mm-hmm. you're not one of those mm-hmm. <laughs> that has to be so embarrassing but at the same time it's like sis what you doing listen <laughs> get out okay and we're not saying like interracial relationships is wrong because there's plenty of, you know, white men, you know, white women who love and support black people. Um, but we're saying being married to outright racists. Yeah, it's exactly. not OK. And the thing is, is when you do stuff like that and you're married to someone like that, you have children, mixed children who are having to grow up in this toxic environment, not understanding themselves, not learning how to love themselves and who they really are. They only love one part of their culture, not their whole culture. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, that's the same shit. I I mean, I hope you get therapy. I hope she gets help, you know, because there has to be like some slow self-esteem that you would even be in a situation like that. Something. 
you know, um, and I think, and we'll, we, we'll get into this maybe on another podcast, but I do think like there's a lot of hurt between black men and black women. And so some women, <laughs> they're like, well, if they, my own people don't want me, I'm just going to go find somebody in some of these other races, you know, maybe not always the case, but sometimes that does happen to where people just settle for whatever, you know. I reserve my feelings for that podcast. <laughs> we will save that for another time. Um, one of the things, I, you know, I talked to you, friend, the other day, just about when stuff like this, one thing that I can appreciate about our race is no matter how bad things are, no matter how bad we're being treated, no matter what's going on, we still find ways to make light of the situation. And that's one thing I can definitely appreciate about our race of people like there's memes people are still laughing through this and getting through this because I mean really it's hard to watch people storm the capitol because they simply hate you because of the color of your skin not even that they stormed the capitol because their person didn't win yeah, they wanted to over- they were sore yeah. losers mm-hmm. versus when it came to the black Lives matters mm-hmm. we were protesting for police brutality right racial injustice like, we just wasn't, you know, protesting because, oh, this says Black Lives Matter. I'm black. Mm-hmm. Let me go and do this. Mm-hmm. That's not what it was. There was a meaning behind the movement. But, of course, they want to turn everything in. Oh, that's a terrorist. First mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. When's the last time you heard a black person bombing a building or a plane? Mm-hmm. First of all, half the black people I know haven't even been on a plane before in their life. You know, that's true. A lot of people haven't taken a flight before. Haven't left the town they live mm-hmm. in. And so then, you true. know, if you was trying to be like a school bummer or a school shooter, your mama finna call your whole government. Mm-hmm. If you don't come out that school acting a fool, <laughs> and then she gonna beat you in front of the whole school. Okay, you gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> embarrassed. Embarrassed. But, I mean, that's hurtful to see that that's how people feel. Just because your skin is a little bit darker than theirs. You know? Um, I was... uh giving a presentation at work, we had a diversity dialogue and I was just kind of sharing like when stuff like this happens, we can't always talk about it. Like even in the workplace, if you work a corporate job, you can't share your feelings. Like, you know, Hey, I'm upset. Like I'm barely making it through the day because of this, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of us, we just, no matter what happens because we've been so conditioned to move on, because the world never just stops for a second to observe something. We're just used to pushing through and and moving on and and not sitting in our feelings. You know what? I will go back to saying that 2020 did make people stop and pause. And a lot of this stuff was brought to Mm -hmm. light that, Hey, your mental health does matter. Right. Like we were forced to sit down and slow down and see everything and stuff that had been existing. Like we know racism has, you know, existed but the fact that now everybody can see it and some people that really were like, dang, I didn't know that was, you know, racist or mm-hmm. I didn't know these things were happening. Like they're they're opening their eyes to things. So I will say 2020 did bring a lot of stuff to light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree, too, because even before that, I mean, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, like we've had stuff like leading up to last year, but it was never just took off and a lot of people thought well oh you know they caused this they brought this on themselves but they for once they actually got to see the real there was a man who was killed on television 
crying for help. Yeah. And he knew he was going to die. You know what I'm saying? So there's no way around that. There's no way you can get around that. And I think, like I said, we're so conditioned to just moving on because the world doesn't stop. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, no one, you know, at before that, I'm not saying no one, but just other races of people or people in power that had, you know, the, the juice, per se, I can't think of a better word (laughs) to actually do something about it. Didn't you just have to move on. But this time I remember seeing George Floyd and, all of a sudden, everybody at my job was like, are you okay? How are you doing? Are you okay? Are and you shouldn't doing? have took that. Exactly. But that was the first time I actually had to confront my actual feelings about right. everything. Like, I think I just broke down and cried for hours. Yeah. And I want to encourage everybody to, to utilize like your EAP benefits to go mm-hmm. seek therapy. You know, some jobs give you mental health days. So I, I'm just encouraging everybody to do that. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is so tough. like acknowledge your feelings. Don't just blow it off. Like mm-hmm. um, I had an experience where I worked at a company and I, I know I have a hard name to say. So that's why, you know, just say Miss Brown, CG, mm-hmm. something. But the guy was like, well, you know, all those names sound the same. And I was like, what do you mean all those names sound the same? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, bet. So, I mean, I used to be petty. So every day I came to work, (laughs) I would call him a different name. And then everybody in the office started calling him the wrong name, too. So finally, he comes to my desk one day. and He's like, I get it. I understand. I was like, "Okay." He was like, now, how do you say your name? I said, it's Mrs. Brown for you. Have a nice (laughs) day. We're not even on the first name basis. anymore. Exactly. And then I called him (laughs) the wrong name on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like just little stuff like that. Like I always take time to try to learn something about somebody you know their cultural background how they were raised and I don't never make like I don't know why people do this at work but they do it make inappropriate like racial jokes and stuff I'm like yeah I've had that happen to me before like why would you do that yeah what made you think that that was okay because I'm like nowadays I'm coming for your coins I'm not (laughs) gonna sit here and fight you like meet me outside in the parking lot when we get off nope meet me at HR (laughs) <laughs> okay don't know no don't no business want to be associated with any of that i'll be like oh girl i'm writing a letter <laughs> Go get your and these manager. trump rioters like all of them they are losing jobs like you know everything so it's like this ain't the time to be coming for people now um but getting back to the therapy piece though i think it's really important um because i like i said a lot of us have been conditioned to just move on and move past things and suppress our feelings because we haven't been in an environment you know, whether it's at work or whatever, where we can actually express that stuff. And oh, yeah. sometimes, you know, in black families in particular, we just feelings are just not like a thing. It's like you cowboy up and you move on. All right. right? You know what You'll I'm be all right. You're You'll right. be all right. Off. What you crying for? What's wrong with you? Fix your face. <laughs> Fix your face. Go get some Sprite and go lay down. Ginger out. Ginger <laughs> out. Um, but really, the reality of this is that this is traumatic. You know, this is not easy this is stuff that it will go down in history listen books mcgraw forever call me when y'all get ready to write that history okay because y'all not gonna write it wrong this time. come on now Mm-mm. i'm a uh-uh that didn't happen put the real thing mm-hmm. don't don't say there was, we're holding you there was a peaceful riot no 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 it was a coup say it <laughs> yes okay it think, was but the history terrorism. books gonna be lit like 10 years from now they're gonna be lit yeah, friend, I'm going to be 40, 10 years from now. I, I might just get that. one to read it like it's a novel, best-selling novel. 
I remember that I, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I I went through this. I survived. Exactly. The thing I think I'm upset about, like, why did it? It just took so long for Trump to get impeached. I'm like, I mean, and I get why they're doing it now. They don't want him to be able to run again. That makes sense. But, you know, I, you know what I wish? All I'm and I think is Chris Rock said this. Obama could never. He'd have been never. gone. Girl, yes. But Chris Rock said this. He said, um, I don't remember if it was a stand up or what it was, but he was saying, like, I don't understand how a president, if they're doing a bad job, they're getting bad remarks and all this stuff, how they get to keep their job. Us, you know, in the real world, civilian world, if we're doing bad at our jobs, we're getting written up, we're getting fired. You know what I'm saying? It just, like, why do we, it just sucks that we have to succumb to four years of like, it it comes down to (laughs) you had someone in a position of power that nobody held accountable for his actions until it was too late. Like, Mm -hmm. why does something as drastic as January 6th have to happen in order for people to be like, okay, this guy kind of been off his rocker for a while. Mm -hmm. And, And not just, not just him. There were other high officials that probably should not have held those positions either. Yeah. But it's just, you know, but a lot of people were benefiting. From exactly. That, which is why they didn't say anything when there's money to be made or, you know, status, you know, you know, in the world, politics, government, whatever, you know, not a lot of people have morals and standards to be able to stand in the gap or, you know, say, hey, no, I know we're in the same party, but guess what? You are not right. Yeah. You got to hold people accountable. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Like hold them accountable. You they messing up. Tell them, hey, you messing up. You might. Mm-hmm. Like at a job, your boss let you know when you messing up. After that, it's going on paper. Yeah. And after that, you're probably getting, um, we got this box here, going to pack your stuff, <laughs> and getting walked out, and they're taking your badge. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in the Republican Party, I think there's only a couple people that I know of that actually was like, I'm voting against, you know, you know certain things. Um, but for the most part, everyone was like on board with it. But now that he's about to get out of office, now everybody has something to say. That's negative. It's like, where were you for? <laughs> I years mean, ago? he, he kind of did the same thing when he used to fire people or people resign. He'll talk cash money about him. Oh, he's a horrible person. What he call um Omarosa a dog? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, mm-hmm. ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no Although she way. deserved that because she's a mess. She had no mm. business being there in the first place. Listen. Anyway, that's just. Call me. Okay. Amorosa, call me so I can understand what your thought process was. Um, we want to know. Hit us up. Info at backandforthtv.com, boo. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. That's that. Now, this is not like to bash white people or anything like that because we love our white counterparts, right? But all we're saying is we want you all to be more accountable. We want you to hold each other more accountable. Stop being silent, you know, um, it was nice to see, like, even some other celebrities speaking out, like Billie Eilish. There was a few others that came out and spoke out against it, um, which was nice to see, you know, some people taking a more active role. But it's not enough. We need the rest of y'all to jump on board. Pull up. Yeah. Let's get past this once and for all. We've been dealing with this since, what, slavery? Beginning of time. Yeah. You know. Um, but, you know, it's it's time to move on. It's time for our country to heal. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I don't know. That's our thoughts on, on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
That's your democracy, girl. I'm trying to go to Wakanda. Listen, <laughs> in sixth grade, this this kid told me to go back to where I came from. If you're listening, is that offer still open? I mean, I would love to go to Nigeria. It's pretty over there, friend. I need to go. I just want to go just to like visit. But you know, one thing I like about Africa is that you go over there, you can have like, let's just say you didn't save up for retirement. Maybe you only got like 40 G's in your account at 65. You could go over to Africa and live like a king over there. Oh yeah, most definitely. And own your land. Because over Mm -hmm. here, you can't ever truly own anything. You got to pay taxes all the time. But over there, you know, that 40 G's, that'll get you somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot, I should go there now. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else you got to add, friend? Um, just to everybody out there listening, you know, I know we talk about as black people, we're conditioned to get over stuff, but we we don't have to get just get over stuff. Mm-hmm. Take that time to process it, get through it. We just not getting all the stuff. We processing it. We holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. You got toxic people in your life. We cutting them out. Mm-hmm. And stop telling your children to oh, cowboy up. What you crying for? Like to me, and I heard someone else say this. I don't remember who said it, but when you don't allow your child to cry or express emotions, that person is going to be dangerous when they get older. They're going to be out of control because they don't know how to deal with their feelings and their emotions. Oh, yeah, like calling little boys punks because they cry. Like, mm-hmm. that's not cool at all. Like, yeah, it's it's a reason behind them crying, and it may not always be a physical reason. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, so process stuff and listen to your kids. And mm-hmm. if you feel yourself spiraling out of control, like, let me say something. Stop calling the police when somebody is having a mental issue. Please don't call, call the a mental health specialist. I mm-hmm. just saw where that pastor in Colleen, Texas, his family called because he was having a mental issue. This man was shot and killed in his front yard. No weapon, unarmed. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling mental health. Call me. Yeah, Even if I'm not in the same state, I will find somebody in your state, a mental health professional that will come mm-hmm. and de-escalate the situation before the police get there, but Sometimes do not call the police when someone is having a mental health issue mm-hmm. and educate yourself. I would say too. So that way, when it does happen, you know how to deal with these things. Yeah. I mean, know? well, let me answer that. If they got like a weapon, then yes, of course, oh, yeah, that's different. Yeah. But if they are unarmed and they're just having an episode and you're not sure what it is, call a mental health professional. This, this is what we were put here for. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from the trap therapist. Listen to what she says. Okay. She does this for a living. <laughs> I do this, son. You do this, son. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I think that pretty much wraps the show. You know, um, just wanted to get on here and make some announcements and then introduce my friends. We're going to be doing a podcast together in the future. We're going to be making some announcements. So stay tuned for that. Again, if you're not following social media, you're missing out. Get your life. Follow Back and Forth TV on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube and hit that notification button. And whatever streaming platform you use to listen to the podcast, um, make sure that you rate and review it. Very important for you to do that because it makes our podcast more discoverable. Um, You know, we're not doing this because we're trying to, you know, make money. I mean, money is always nice, of course, but this is a passion product. Uh, Me and my friend CG, we both have, you know, pretty lucrative and successful careers outside of this. 
but we're strictly on here because we have something to say and we really want to, you know, get the word out to those that need to hear it. So please share, please rate review, please like also shout out to level four studios where I'm always at. They produce and edit my podcast. They do everything for me. They've been so great up to this point. So um, one of the things, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but for season two, we're rebranding just a little bit, just changing the message of the show um, a little bit, just, uh, you know, branding outside of just the urban community, because a lot of the stuff that we tackle is not just for black people or, you know, just the urban community. This is something that everybody can benefit from, which is why we're rebranding. And so level four studios, they came and they handled my photo shoot, like everything. All I had to do y'all literally was just show up. Okay. And be cute and serve looks for y'all. Okay. That's all I had to do. (laughs) I'm telling y'all this team up in here is the best. Okay. So if you're in the Colorado Springs area and maybe even not Colorado, I'm pretty sure that there's still things that they can do from you for, from a distance. Um, But definitely get with them level four studios. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Um, They're pretty much just my family and I'm just so grateful that they're here. And then also my friend, she did, like I said, she did the styling for the shoot. Everything was so dope. And I can't wait for you guys to see what I've been working on. It's going to be awesome. And we're also going to have guests from different places too. So it's not just going to be people from Colorado Springs. You know, we have this virtual environment set up. So it's going to be people from all over now. So yeah, stay tuned. Tap in my friends. Tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Oh, talk about your boot, uh, your pop-up shop. Oh, Saturday. What's Saturday's date? The 16th, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday, January 16th, 10 a.m. to 12, 12 p.m. Can't be there that long. <laughs> <laughs> I will be at the Dear Madam Walker hair salon doing a pop-up. So if you want to get you like some good replica bags <laughs> <laughs> or some good um, clothing, I got a little bit of everything. Yeah. You gonna you be see some to... you ain't got it, you can pre-order. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, again, that's Dear Madam Walker, 2829 Dublin Boulevard, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80918. So if you're in the area or, you know, if you want to travel down, if you're from somewhere else, I guess it's fine too. <laughs> um, make sure you guys come and support her. Like I said, she has a really good eye for fashion and some of y'all need makeovers anyway. So just come on. Okay. <laughs> Tell the people that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I can work with anything you got in your closet. (laughs) Anyway, child, no real response. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, that's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. And again, make sure you're following social media. Season two is kicking off on February 3rd. Don't miss it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 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 You're so silly.